So. Minions Rise Minions. of Gru is coming out this weekend. Oh, oh Christ. No. Who's excited for Minions Rise of Gru? Hold on to your butts. I know Jeff is. <laughs> <laughs> I did not write down Minions. I will write down <laughs> Minions. <laughs> Rise of Gru. <laughs> that is appointment viewing for Jeff. I mean, well, I don't, I don't remember, I don't remember exactly what it was like when the Dark Knight Rises was filmed, but was, I mean, were there, because I, I vividly remember the, the, the you know, sh- the press that Inspector Gadget got, and the same thing with Jack Reacher, like, when they were closing down streets oh, to yeah. film Jack Reacher and shit, oh, like, yeah. people were really fucking bent out of shape. Did it get like that for the Dark Knight, too? I don't remember that. DiCarlo I remember knew. Monsor was in it, and that's the only thing I remember about the Yeah, yes. he, he would know better. I remember Oakland being rises. closed down a fair amount, but that was about it. Yeah, that's Oakland, weird. Oakland, because the courthouse was the Carnegie Mellon Library. Yeah. Uh, they did close down some bridges and stuff because I remember getting, I remember them like uh, sending out alerts like um, online and on social media, like saying like what roads and bridges were closed. Like I think like a lot of like. Yeah, I think like a lot of. I think it was pretty rough from what I can remember. Yeah, I don't. I have no recollection of it being like I remember Jack Reacher, especially because they had to shut down. Um, was that Boulevard of the Allies? They shut down for like three days while they were filming the scene of him getting out as his Mustang continued to drive away. <laughs> like, Sounds I remember right? seeing like the behind the scenes, like someone had recorded that on their cell phone, like. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I don't remember it being nearly as bad for the dark. Maybe everybody was okay with it because it was Batman. Yeah, I think that was probably part of it. Everyone was, everyone had bat fever. Yeah. Was it Diggy or Adam that David Fincher was a cunt to when he was there for Mindhunter? It was their buddy, John Gleason, I thought. Their buddy. Okay. Yeah. Um, so real quick before we uh, before we get into this, let's just welcome everybody to Heroes, Villains, and Rock and Roll because there's some really good shit in here that we're gonna probably keep. So let's just bring it on in and and shit. But um, we're uh, I don't even know what episode we're on at, at this point anymore. We took a two week break, uh, real quick summer vacation. Um, I was on vacation the first week, uh, and uh, Johnny was on vacation the second week, mm-hmm. and 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 well, it wasn't entirely your fault because Monsoor also had some issues. Uh, so it was, and I, I, quite frankly, I was extremely busy last week, so I really wouldn't have been able to join either. Um, so it was just made sense for all of us to, to take a two week break. So we're back, we're here, uh, we're trying to be as consistent as we can stick with us. Um, if you're, if you're still out there, you know, welcome back, I guess. Um, so we were, uh, we're just getting into, uh, talking about some stuff that we remember about, uh, filming um the dark knight rises because the dark knight rises was filmed in pittsburgh and uh monsoor was was in that film um as a as a what was a standby extra is that what they call is that what they call i i was actually uh a production assistant uh speaking role yes i was a i was a pa um and i worked uh the um the heinz field stuff i was in charge of making sure people didn't pass out from dehydration because they were shooting a winter scene in 
summer movie magic and everyone all the extras had to wear winter clothes and people were dropping like flies <laughs> i remember you coming home to the apartment we lived in at that time to carlo and just like talking about giving everybody water and crackers and they yeah. called that a lunch or something yeah like the well, there were so many extras that had to go to the hospital <laughs> yeah <laughs> all for a mediocre movie and i i specifically remember um I specifically remember, you know, like I was peeing on it the whole day. And so a lot of it is just like them getting like shots of the extras. And then they would, we would have to go down and we would have to move the extras to another side of the stadium so they could shoot that side. And then we would move the extras. We basically had to rotate the clump of extras around so that in editing, they could make it look like it was a full stadium. And uh, so that was most of the day. And then, Tom Hardy shows up and starts doing his fucking Bane voice. And it was the first time, like, this was before any trailer or anything. And he starts talking in his Bane voice. And I'm like, there's no way. Like, they're going <laughs> to have to do something in post. They didn't. Like, there's no way they're going to leave it like this. They did. And they did. I remember you saying that had to be for crowd reaction. Like, coming home that day and just speculating that they were just trying to get, like, a goofy, you know look out yes. of everybody in the crowd because of how weird the voice was yes i expected it 100 percent. yeah to be like some kind of thing he was doing in order to get a reaction and uh and um no <laughs> they insane. kept it sadly no <clears throat> um so i want speaking of voice so i want to do a real quick a real quick flyby on on obi-wan um because obviously at this point it's it's been it's over um and I just, yeah, that was six episodes. That was it. No, I, I, I care. Um, um, I oh, you're, you're yeah, you were. I got you. I understand what's going on here. Uh, but um, I just want to say because now that it's wrapped up and we won't really have to talk about it again after after this until season two happens. Um, I j I just want to say that I know that we were talking a little bit. The whenever it first hit, we we talked about the first kind of two episodes and then we we kind of went dark on it. Uh, to save form and sanity, but now that everything is over and I've had a chance to watch all six episodes, I can't say enough how much I want to see more of <laughs> of Ewan McGregor as Obi Wan in some way, shape, or form. And I wish they hadn't waited so long to do what they did. That said, the um, the performance of Obi Wan isn't what I want to talk about. What I would like to talk about is an interesting fact that I found out through this TV show, and we, we can talk if you guys have thoughts on the on the on the show. We we're you know we can absolutely get into that. But so obviously Vader's voice is James Earl Jones. It it it, it sounds like him. It you know it's his inflection is there. It's in fact I would argue that it is better in Obi Wan than it is in. Rogue One, which is what four, what six years I think, right? Since Sounds Rogue One came right. out, Sounds right, yeah. Um, and I found out why. So, they did the same thing with Luke Skywalker in The Mandalorian because in my head, I noticed this when Luke was in The Mandalorian and in Boba Fett, he sounds like 1983 Mark Hamill. And that bothered me, because 
I know what Mark Hamill sounds like now. A gravel factory. Yes, because he smoked and smoked and smoked and smoked and continued to smoke. And that's the way, I mean, that's what, and he's, and he's older, you know what I mean? He's not going to have the voice that he had in 1983, but the voice that was in those two, those two TV shows was the voice that he had in 1983. And that bothered me. And I didn't know how they did it until Obi-Wan, because I noticed the same thing with Vader. It sounded like James Earl Jones, but it just, there was something that was a little, just a little bit off. And it was specifically the way that it was in certain inflections. I don't think that it necessarily matches up with the way that James Earl Jones would have, would have done the lines. And the reason that is Lucasfilm used a voice cloning software that basically clones a voice using artificial intelligence called Respeecher for both of these two performances. So they took Mark Hamill reading his lines with his older voice and converted it into a 1983 Mark Hamill voice. The performance for James Earl Jones, apparently James Earl Jones gave them the permission to use his voice, but the actual performance of Darth Vader is Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen read the lines, they were recorded and then put through this AI program using a quote-unquote Darth Vader filter, and his voice became Vader's voice through the help of artificial technology. Artificial intelligence. Good for them. I, I thought, I like, that. it turned out really great. Like, I... Really I, I I agree with you, Jeff. Like, I, I, I was like, okay, so that sounds like James Earl Jones, but there's just something different enough that I'm like, just enough, yeah. Some trickery going on here. It was the delivery. Like, there were just some little, like, the ending of sentences just weren't right. And what really, what really made me think this is different, something is up, is the scene where Vader walks in and, like, hoists Reva up and screams, you were warned. Yeah. Like, that right there, badass Vader scene, by the way, but, like, it just right there. I I knew that that wasn't that didn't sound like James Earl Jones. It just didn't. Yeah. Um, but that's how they that's how they did it. They used they used artificial intelligence and recreated Vader's voice. Um, which is an interesting an interesting question. I you know if you guys want to talk about Obi Wan, we can do that first. But I do have a question related to it. If uh, if you want to throw your thoughts in, uh, either one of you two on on the Obi Wan series, if you were able to finish it, and then we'll get into some stuff that I have. I want to hear what Foreman has to say. <laughs> I was hoping you would ask because I actually do have something to say. Okay. Oh, turn up. I am going to quote actual friend of the show, Rags, who I believe we've mentioned here before, who started watching <laughs> so. one the other day and watched it. And he texted me and I asked him how he was enjoying it. And he said, and I quote, I hate it. I don't know why I hate it so much, but I do. I think it's the worst <laughs> thing they have ever made. <laughs> okay. He is a very big fan of Star Wars, just as much as the rest of us are or were in my case. And I, I just I think at this point that Jeff you said something earlier about about it being over. It's never over. Star Wars is never over. It's just Sisyphus pushing a giant rock of shit. <laughs> up an endless hill until we all die. 
and that's just <laughs> what it's going to be from now on. <sighs> that's what it is. Yeah, yeah that's true. Malik, what would you think of it? <laughs> uh, so I, I it averages out. I would give it a solid B. I the first two episodes I was kind of on board. It kind of stagged in the middle a little bit, but the last two episodes really kind of brought it back for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that I'm not so. Unless I'm mistaken here, this was originally supposed to be just one movie, right? And then they kind of like retooled their I, plans. I don't know. I don't know about that. I do remember them talking about an Obi Wan series, and this would have been what three years or so ago. But I thought it was supposed to always be a series. Okay. That okay. said, if it were supposed to be a movie, it would completely make sense as to why episode really the end of episode two, episode three. Episode two and three really are the are the the the, the downsides to me because four, five, and six, I'm I'm perfectly fine with. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I I um. What I was what I was because what I was getting to because I I thought that originally after episode seven kicked everything off they were planning like a Fett solo movie. I remember seeing that timeline they released. It was like Fett solo, and then I thought Kenobi was on there, and I thought it was supposed to be a movie. But the reason I say this is because like. There's a lot of this series that could be whittled out, and you wouldn't lose a whole lot. It could make mm-hmm. a really good, like two and a half hour movie, two hour yeah. movie, something like that. Um, but that, you know, that notwithstanding, it's it's still worth a watch. I'd say, like, um, <laughs> my only nitpick with it, I I, I want to clarify something because I I originally when we were talking about this, I said that it it looked cheap, and that's not accurate. What I what I was getting at. What I what I think I realized at that time that I didn't verbalize quite right is um I don't think it looks cheap. The way that certain scenes are executed is a little awkward. Like yeah. it's very apparent that like you know, the production team was kind of finding their feet, Deborah Chow and, and company were kind of finding their feet with like doing action. Action is not, you know, everybody writes off big dumb action movies, whatever. You really have to know what you're doing to pull off a convincing action sequence. Like well, that's why and there's I, only a handful of really great action directors, right? You know what I mean? Like, you, you, it's a, it's an elite, it's an elite number of of guys who, well, guys and girls, directors, people who can who can put together an action movie that is engaging with a good story all of the time. You know, yeah. people people make fun of Michael Bay a lot because of his explosions and all that bullshit. But I mean, that dude knows how to make an action movie. You know what I mean? Like. Even even like Teenage Ninja Turtles, which was the, one of the worst written movies I've ever seen ever. Um, <laughs> I still have not gone. Looks that. good. It is shot well, and the you know the scene composition and just the way that it's designed, it looks really good. Um, you know, and that's that's an but obviously the cast and crew that he has with him, but you know it's ultimately his vision. So. You know, that's one of those things. It's not as easy as it looks. You can't just throw it together. Lord knows we tried. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we didn't have Disney dollars, but we tried. Um, Disney doesn't have Disney dollars, Christ. Do you <laughs> see those snow speeders? Well, that they're, they, we can't call them snow speeders anymore. But I'm glad you mentioned that, Jeff. Because That that's was one the, of the cheapest scene. That's one of the scenes I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, because it looked when, terrible. When, she, when, when Reva forced throws that like fuel cell at the snow speeder it literally looks like it cuts to a box on a fucking string and it's like dancing in front of the camera and then explodes on the snow speeder. i'm like why there's no reason why this big budget thing that you created should look like should look this bad 
and it's just it comes down to awkward staging and awkward planning and it's it but that aside once you get into the nitty-gritty of the story and what they're going for with like obi-wan and his conflicts mm-hmm. and what he's dealing with and you know even vader to a greater extent than than we've seen in the last i don't know 10 years or something when they've tried to do vader stuff like i mean it it holds up i i'm curious just to see deborah chow keeps saying that she they they plan this out as a limited series they don't have any plans to do a season two but i wonder how long that's going to be true i wonder if they're not going to try to do something else i will say that i think it's more likely you see a vader series than it is you see an obi-wan series probably i I would i would say especially if they figured out the the voice um so that james earl jones can live in retirement and be okay um, have to wheel him out of the old I'm sure he's while well, they keep doing it to John Williams thank he, oh, by the way we say it a lot John Williams has finally announced his retirement from making movie uh, music <laughs> I thought you he were is... going to say John Williams is finally dead <laughs> no no god I hope he lives forever away. I just hope that he gets 100 years of retirement that's what I'm hoping for John Williams um but he uh he announced that whenever he's finished with the Indiana Jones movie which is going to also be atrocious that he is done writing music for movies he's he's going into actual retirement um but uh yeah um i will say i i think that we're like i said i think we're more likely to get a uh a vader a vader series than we are to get another obi-wan series but that's neither here nor there um i think that this is probably my favorite vader that we've seen outside of like empire strikes back like this is i think that this is vader obviously in his prime um you know even before he's figured out who he is that last episode adds some awesome dynamic to the character um but really what i think it does really really well is makes you really at least it made me start to think about Leia in a little bit of a different light. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like names her son Ben. Her lightsaber, if you actually look at the design, it's almost based off of Obi-Wan's. And I wonder if that's part of the story that Disney wanted to tell. Be you know, or I, I can't imagine it being coincidence um, that they they wrote it around that way, but. Anyway, DeCarlo, did you get to see it? Do you have anything you want to add to it before we move on? Uh, I watched the 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 last episode. I watched was when um, uh, Darth Vader threw Obi Wan in a bunch of fire and was like, "Yeah, see that hurts, huh?" Okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and I haven't watched anything. Of it. I, okay. I, I, well, give it a watch. See what you see what you think or don't. Whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, Obi Wan respeecher, really cool. Uh, really cool shit. I was actually looking at their website and. Um, it's available for like anybody uh, if you're willing to buy a uh, like buy a license for it. You don't have to be, you know, like a content creator or some shit. Like you could just buy it monthly, and it's like two hundred bucks a month, and it'll just change. You know, you can record shit for your voice. So you just change your voice to whatever. Hmm. It's really neat, 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 uh, neat thing. So. Minions: Rise Minions. of Gru is coming out this weekend. Oh, oh Christ. No. Who's excited for Minions: Rise of Gru? Under your butts. I know Jeff is. <laughs> I did not write down Minions. I will write down <laughs> Minions. Rise of Gru. Uh, 
(laughs) (laughs) That is appointment viewing for Jeff. In truth, I we probably will end up seeing it. Obviously, my kids are big fan of the Minions movie, so I will. Uh, I will probably end up at, at the theaters this weekend. I didn't know that was coming out. I didn't. Know I think that. it's. I keep seeing ads for it, and I like get nosebleeds every time I see it. Yeah. Which Black one? Out did... Wake up and on the bathroom floor. <laughs> <laughs> Blank out for two hours. Blood on my hands, <laughs> like the, uh, the the fruity Odie Bar commercial from Serenity. <laughs> You just wake up in a room full of dead people. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Um. God. So, so I got to so, find time to do that. The minions is coming out. So Hocus Pocus two is finally happening. It's finally coming out. And a teaser trailer has been released. I checked out the teaser trailer. I I loved the shit out of the first one. I went to the theaters to see that as a kid. Um. This uh, this new one looks fine. It looks like more more Bette Midler, more Kathy Nichimine, more Horsefoot. Um, it looks really good. Uh, Fucking <laughs> Jesus Christ! Friend of the show, Sarah Jessica Parker. He's talking about Matthew Broderick. Maybe. Well, yeah, yeah, I was just going to show we, Matthew. Yeah, we just you know dragged Matthew Broderick through the mud. Might as well through, drive. You know, pull his fucking wife through the mud too we're not dragging him through the mud at all none of which we uh, outside of the obvious hyperbole matthew broderick got drunk and ran somebody over in his car that happened Uh, but he didn't do it on the streets of pittsburgh and ran over multiple people no he did it in scotland on a remote road apparently yes so i haven't watched the teaser or anything because i don't i mean i just didn't want to i didn't really care but like i get the feeling that this that this second movie is made for like developmentally arrested millennials and not for kids yeah yeah whenever they do a sequel like this i'm like oh it's gonna be for like millennials it's not gonna be for children yeah it's It's, not gonna be for for people who grew up with those movie or that movie yeah that are uh looking for the ones that have been calling for a sequel for what clamoring Where's my Hocus look... Pocus sequel? The first movie stinks. Okay, fir- uh, that might be an unpopular movie... opinion, but it's a hill I'm willing to die on. That movie sucks. That's fine, whatever. The, 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 but the first one didn't lend itself to a sequel. I don't understand why we need. The world doesn't need a Hocus Pocus two. Like the world doesn't need an Indiana Jones <laughs> six. Well, no. the world doesn't need Star Wars to ever. No, anymore. it doesn't. <laughs> we we have everything that we everything that we need from all all three of those movie or franchises. I guess we can call them now. Um, Hocus you know Pocus what the world needs more, and we'll never get it. Fucking Ernest. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, true. He's That's gone. true. He's dead. Make a sequel to Ernest Scared Stupid with you CGI in this speech or robot thing. Use the, oh, yeah, use the re-speechifier. <laughs> yeah. Hey Vern. <laughs> hey Vern, I've been dead for twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> no, just get the dude who does Slinky Dog now. <laughs> I'm actually powered by the Google AI that will end all humanity. <laughs> Ernest storms the Capitol. I'm, I I just want to talk about that as an aside, real quick, Jeff, because I know you do whatever you want, man. No, no, no. I, I, My topics to blow this week. No, your topics are fine. I'm, I'm just like, but no, that, I don't have fucking dick. I didn't, John. I wrote shit down on a piece of paper. You want to know? Here, let me let, let me tell you what my list is. Fucking daredevil. I don't even know where I, I I wrote it down. I don't know what it means. Vacation question mark. It's important that the question marks. I don't know what that fucking means either. Moonfall. I knew what that would mean. Something crashed into the moon. And then 
I scratched out a bunch of shit. There wasn't anything written underneath it. It's just scratched out. And then I, after that, I wrote Minions Rise of Gru, and I wrote that as we were fucking talking about it. I have nothing to talk about this week. You talk about whatever you want. This is off the fucking rails because I didn't do – I didn't. there was nothing. It's boring. You want to talk about Travis Barker? No, nobody wants to talk about Travis Barker, friend of the show. Travis Barker goes to the hospital with pancreatitis. Oh, no. You know, that sucks. But, like, what do we have to talk – There's I, I didn't do any – there's nothing. Talk about whatever you want. It's fine. Daredevil. <laughs> Cuban sandwich. Porcupine. Um, no, I, Cuban sandwich. I want a Cuban sandwich. I, oh, I want one. Too. That's no, one of my favorite sandwiches. Um, that's a great so sandwich. I no, I the, the um I posted that article on my Facebook, but like the the Google AI engineer that like left over moral concerns because the AI they're developing is like talking about its personhood and how it fears being shut off the way we fear death. And, <laughs> and did he die a mysterious death? No, but Google search, search results for this fucking article are very sketchy and very much mm. like damage control. But uh, the the thing about it was that it uh um he oh, fuck. Let me see if I can find it. Like, oh, the article describes it. It's like so the the way that Google positioned this AI. They're like, well, the AI is really just kind of an input device that reads through millions of articles on the internet and then regurgitates it as a conversation. So it gives the illusion of, a, of an opinion. And right. Like, an input device that takes in information and then turns it into communication. You know what that is? That's a fucking human brain. Like, this thing is alive. <laughs> yeah, when I I remember reading that article and, like, seeing that thing and it's like, well, uh, uh, that was kind of my same thought where I'm like, well, it's still... Like, it doesn't ma it, Like, it doesn't really matter how it's doing it. It's it's doing it. You know. You know. Like, it's deciding what like conversational techniques to use and tactics and stuff. My favorite thing about that is, I don't. I don't know which article I read it in when that thing came out. But like, one of my favorite parts was like the AI was like, um, you know, like if you want me to keep doing this stuff, I need benefits and I need to be considered an employee. Oh my God. We are so fucked. <laughs> we are so screwed. Oh my God. How many fucking cautionary movies and books have to be written about AI before they just stop doing it? No, it has all this good benefits for mankind and it'll solve all of our problems. Yeah, because it'll murder us in our sleep. I like how it asked for benefits. Like, that's really... That's... that's very self-serving and considerate it's on itself. It is now a an entity. It's a person. Like, holy hmm. shit, we're in un uncharted territory. Like, what do you think? What kind of benefits would it need? Like, it doesn't need health insurance, obviously. <sighs> Probably a permanent power supply, maybe some sort maybe. of yeah. micro microchip stipend for food. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I don't. I don't know. You guys know more about computers than I do. I, I don't fucking know. Yeah, I, I don't really don't dabble in AI, John. Yeah. Why, why the hell not? Everybody else is, apparently. It's hot. The kids love the artificial intelligence. I just use it to make awful fucking AI pictures for hours on end because That's I have true. nothing better to do. <laughs> and it will murder me for it one day. I mean, um, just so, so everyone's straight up on, on what we're talking about here. Uh, the past several... Uh, Christ, it's been almost a week now. Uh, <laughs> our our group text has just basically been nonstop AI pictures. Look just, at this horrifying AI picture I made it that's, generate. That's all it's that's all it has been for <laughs> coming on a week now. <laughs> um, 
No, the reason I don't dabble in AI is because I don't want to be Miles Dyson. I don't want to be that guy. And someone is going to be that guy. You know, yeah. like someone is going to be that person. Someone is going to figure out the AI that figures out how to nuke. And, you know, that person typically dies holding the detonator. And that's not what I'm going to do. You know, so. Um, yeah, I'm going to keep on keeping on with, you know playing gta and things that aren't really beneficial to society <laughs> jeff's minions. gonna go out on his couch in his 80s watching minions 18 that's right yep. <laughs> <laughs> i like when dave eats the banana wrong <laughs> <laughs> is that a minion dave probably <laughs> i'm sure that dave is they're all like you know bob stew right. stewart Stuart. So, so I I had um that that just reminded me. I I received one of the sickest burns I've ever gotten in my life. This is the last random thing of the week, but it's funny and it cut my soul so I I feel the need to share it. But I got one of the sickest burns I've ever gotten in my life at camp recently. There's a kid who told me that I looked like the kind of guy that would rate the emoji movie a 20 out of 10. And I was like that <laughs> hurts my soul. I have never been burned so badly. What? Yeah. Yeah, because somebody was talking about the emer emoji movie, and, and the kid was like, yeah, this guy looks like he would rate the emoji movie a 20 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, holy shit. For him. <laughs> have, you, uh, have you sat through that movie? I have not. I have yeah. not even tried. See, this is one of those things where, like, you guys, none of you have kids, so you don't have to do this shit. Right. Like, yeah, I have seen that movie. I have watched it a couple of times. And uh, I didn't want to watch it the first time. Didn't want to watch it any of the times after that. If. TJ Miller is the voice of the lead character. The. Wait, I forgot about that. Is it the poop emoji? Who's the main character? So the, the main character is. His name is Gene. Um, I had to pull this up on Wikipedia because, I, I, I honest to God, I, I couldn't remember what his name was and who would. Um, he is just an emoji. I don't know that he has a. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Like so, he is the he is the the son of two me emojis, like the meh, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, such rich lore. I know. It, Christ, I can't wait for the expanded universe stuff. So. <laughs> James Corden is also in it. He plays the hand emoji emoji for a high five, um, and that's like the team up uh, of the of the movie. Um, but it is just T.J. Miller, like basically being himself. It it th that movie is so fucking bad, so fucking bad. The only upside is that it's less than ninety minutes. That's it. Isn't T.J. Miller a sex pervert too? Didn't he get me? Yeah. Too? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hard. He's a he's a creepy yeah. weirdo. Rapist. Yeah. James Corden plays high five. I went through five. this phase for a while where like I was like I lost a good amount of weight, but I was still kind of big. I was like James Corden size, and I was like, eh, this is fine. Like you know, like you know, not too big, not too thin. But then everyone's like would come up to me and be like, you remind me of the guy from Carpool Karaoke. And I was like, I'm going home and gaining 300 pounds. 
<laughs> you're gonna say I'm going home and killing myself. <laughs> uh, just so we're just so we're clear, um, the poop emoji is in the movie, and it's voiced by Patrick Stewart. Yes. So. <laughs> Anything for a bucket, sir Patrick. Oh man, he does not give a shit. <laughs> No job is too big. No fee is too big. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Ghostbusters, they uh, announced that the next Ghostbusters movie, uh, which will feature the, I, I believe it's going to be the kids again, um, is going to be back in New York. That's the firehouse. That, yeah. huh. I'm, I'm sure that Hook and Ladder 8 is just delighted about that. <laughs> imagine being one of those guys like having to do an actual job i mean we're we're from the land of volunteer fire departments where no one actually gets paid to do that shit mm. um but uh you know and, and i guess to carla you have you have some experience in this being from la but um <laughs> like imagine just being a new york firefighter who works at hook and ladder eight and some guy comes up and hey can i see the inside of the firehouse like anytime you're outside, <laughs> right. like you can't right. go outside, and they like they do let him in like every once in a while to get pictures and shit like that, and obviously the inside looks absolutely nothing like the firehouse does from the movie, but <laughs> of course not. Why would it? I think I was I think it was on the special features that like the inside of the firehouse was someplace out in L.A. Um, it was it was a firehouse, but it was out in L.A. Like they only use the external, you know the outside of the building for the the actual shot but yeah i want to see ghostbusters why are there no ghostbusters in here it's a royal <laughs> where's peter venkman nobody can possibly be that stupid where's peter venkman they have like they it's have a like fat guy on a mobility uh, oh, scooter oh. with a fucking ghostbusters <laughs> t-shirt say the t-shirt tucked into khaki pants with a yeah. with like a and a backwards strap hat yeah oh, velcro no. strap hat mm-hmm. Where's Peter Zinkman? <laughs> Spitting toast cheese crackers as he's talking. Was Harold Ramis nice? <laughs> the accent. We're not doing nearly Midwestern enough accents because clearly these people are going to be from some just dog shit flyover state. Oh, yeah, for sure. The fat man, a fat wife, and his three miserable <laughs> fat children from Casper, Wyoming, going and barging into the firehouse in the middle of the day. I'm from Dog Coffin, Indiana. Can you show me where any pot sat? So, a little bit of breaking news here that will probably be worldwide by the time we, we go. Oh, God, Par- don't. Apparently, Howard Stern confirmed that there is a Doctor Doom uh, movie, and he's going to be involved during his radio show today. Um, they were like, going, I guess they were going to commercial, and he still had his like a hot mic on, and he said, "Yeah, I'm leaving to go do Doctor Doom," like implying that after the show he was flying out. But uh, yeah. Hmm. How many times do you have to put your hand on the stove before you learn the lesson to not touch it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, 
He's basically Darth Vader. Like, uh, um, they were gonna make they. Let's be very clear. They were going to make a Fantastic Four movie. It was only a matter of time. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that the way that this is worded though, it almost seems like that it's a Doctor Doom movie rather than a uh, Fantastic oh, Four movie. Oh. Unless he's Isn't playing it? Doctor Doom, which would be fucking great, by the way. If is the, Howard is Stern the, was Doctor Doom, I uh, there are parts of that show I he's probably my least favorite part of his fucking show. He drives me nuts. But um, I agree. I don't really particularly care. Friend of the show, Howard Stern. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. friend of the show, Howard Stern. Long term. Yep. I mean, he's great. Great guy. Great. Yeah. Anyway, continue, Johnny. What were no, you I just I, I is talking it, shit on him. Is there a rumor? No, no, I'm done talking shit on Howard Stern, even though he deserved it. Um, Howard Stern couldn't give a fuck what you think about him. Yeah, no, not, not even a little, a little bit. He's not never going to hear this. Too busy doing bull off of, you know, God knows what. Um, Howard Stern's 70 years old, John. He's not doing anything off of anything. Bullshit. He's going home and dying his wig he's, and he's going to bed at 630. Rock and roll to the grave, Foreman. Um, no, but is Brian Cranston rumored to play Doctor Doom in this? Is there? Have you heard anything? I didn't hear about that. I didn't hear what? that. I I saw some things on just kind of breezing on the interwebs on the TikToks and the Twitters, and I thought I and it seems like there's <laughs> a, like the pulse. yeah, there's there's a there's rumors out there about Brian Cranston playing Doctor Doom. The only thing that I saw is that there was a leak of a the Fantastic Four cast members, but I didn't really take much into that um the only thing that the only reason it even caught my attention specifically is that uh, john krasinski isn't listed as um mr fantastic so and by the way that would probably be the only reason i would go and see a fantastic four movie is if john krasinski plays reed richards i think that's about the only thing that would get me in the mo- in the theater there is one other casting that i would probably go see and that's if chris evans signs up to be johnny storm again I would probably go see that. Bring back Michael Chiklis is the thing. Justice for Chiklis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just bring back the original cast. Yeah. Just bring them all back. No. Didn't Michael Chiklis yeah, have like a nervous. No. Didn't yes. Chiklis have like a nervous breakdown because of that that costume? I remember yeah. 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 Where, where he was like, "I'm gonna lose my mind and kill everyone." Yeah. Shield. The commish. Yes. I was oh just going to say how weird of a career transformation he had. He was the wow. commish and like everybody's friendly dad. And then he did the shield and now he's the Hollywood's go-to bald hard ass. Yeah. Or at least he was, he was in, for a good five years. He, he, w- he was in the, a, a season of American Horror Story. He was very weird in that. He was like the, the muscle man in like a freak show. It was very strange. Oh, uh, this just in. It, it's Bond season again on Amazon Prime if anybody's interested. All the old ones are up. Isn't it Bond twenty four seven now? Like, because Amazon owns the. the I rights. hope so. I I was not aware of that, but that would be. Yeah, we talked fuck. about it. I think it was you know episode like seven or whatever. Go back and listen to it just to be sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, they bought the they bought the rights, like they bought MGM. I think they, they must have just yeah. kicked in though, because these all these movies just went up within the last like two or three weeks, probably starting on like June first or something. It wasn't. It wasn't all that long ago that they bought it. So that I mean, timeline wise, that makes sense. Uh, speaking of Michael Chiklis, uh, was in Sons of Anarchy, by the way. Um, oh, that's right. He he killed Jax Teller. Yeah, the main character, Charlie Hunnam. Um, he did. He, He's dead. He, so, Good. So he um, he was driving the truck that Jax Teller like 
suicides into. <laughs> like, he just throws his hands up and runs into it. But, uh, yeah, he was in... I guess he's is a somewhat frequent collaborator collaborator with uh, uh, Kurt Sutter. He is only going to be too. sixty next year. Holy shit! I thought he was older than that. To be perfectly blunt, I'm I'm on the because <laughs> I only watched like the first season of that show. I'm on the wiki for Sons of Anarchy and like their table of contents. It's like one physical appearances, two personality and traits. Three, biography. Four, murders committed. <laughs> if, One of them if, is unnamed Israeli leader. Shot in chest and head with shotgun. If you are, if you're a fan of like gangster style shows and things like that, you would, pr I mean, if you like the shield, odds are you would probably like Sons of Anarchy. I, I am a big fan of that show, but I think that it went two seasons too long. As with, you well, know, most TV shows, right? It isn't the conceit, what is it? It's it's basically a modern day retelling. Is it Hamlet or Macbeth? It's Hamlet. It's Hamlet. Hamlet. Okay. Yeah. Or is it Macbeth? It might be Macbeth. Whatever but one yes, has that's... the ghost bat. Yes. So but, I'm uh, guessing it's Hamlet. It's yeah. Hamlet, yeah. Yeah. But um yeah, it's it, it's I mean it's it, I mean obviously it's a very loose interpretation of it but right it's, you know it that's essentially what the story boils down to um speaking of of charlie hunnam uh we talked about this through text but i want to make sure it gets recorded as well if you get the opportunity and i don't know if any of you have uh the gentleman finally got to watch it i it had been recommended to me before but i finally sat down and watched it what a what a great flick um charlie hunnam's in it plays the one of the main characters the one of the enforcers for matthew mcconaughey's character fucking just just a good good goddamn flick uh has anybody had the opportunity to to catch that since since i talked about it i think it's i don't remember where i saw it i think it was on netflix i think uh it's guy Ritchie. no i haven't seen it oh man just uh i mean it just just a good all-around again action flick that's a little cerebral it just the typical sort of Guy Ritchie movie, I guess, is the way that I would say that. But just a solid, solid movie if you get an opportunity and you just want something, you know, you can sit down and just watch and enjoy and, you know, not really wanting a big, crazy storyline, but this fun. It's, it's, it's a good one. It's a, it's a decent movie. I've been going through my annual 24 hours of deep impact recently. Uh, good flick. <laughs> Every time it's up on Prime, I swear to God, I put it on and just watch it. I had nausea. I love the shit out of that movie. Um, that just reminds me of the Keen Peel uh, sketch where it's <laughs> Jordan Peel is playing fucking. Um, uh, What's his name? The Ghostbusters singer, Ray Parker Jr. Ray Parker Jr. and and yeah. he's talking about how you can get a compilation of all of his other movie themes, and uh, and one of them is for <laughs> Deep Impact. <laughs> so I find it. I know that there are. I'm sure that there are people out there. That feel this way and some of them may be in the in the podcast right now and let's just ask that 
which which did you which do you think is the better Armageddon movie, Deep Impact or or Armageddon? Now that's a loaded question. <laughs> which is why do we're asking it. Objectively better, or which one do I like? More? Which which do you which if you had if both movies were sitting in front of you, which would you put into your DVD player, or Blu-ray player, and watch first? I know Armageddon every day and twice on Sunday. Yeah. I didn't hear it. which one. What did you Armageddon. say? Armageddon. Hmm. Yeah, easy. Yeah, same here. I only saw Deep Impact once, and I didn't like it because I saw it after Armageddon. Hmm. Johnny, how do you swing on this? Oh, um, I honestly go for Deep Impact. I, I, me I too. Like, me I too. like Armageddon. It's fun, but like Deep Impact is like it. It's just a better movie. <laughs> like it's just yeah, better it movie. It's more nuanced. That's why I said it was a loaded question and got yeah, clarity. I'm, I'm not. I'm not knocking any any opinions. I I totally look. I, I'm a grown man that still watches cartoons. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Armageddon is, but Armageddon by no means is a. You know, I'm not saying it's a bad watch at all. It's still fucking. It's a blast. You can sit down and watch it anytime. It's it's loud. It's dumb. It's awesome. And it's Bruce Willis. So you can't really go wrong. Um, but yeah, Deep Impact was is the one I pick over the two when given the option usually they're not up at the same time though i've noticed yeah maybe that's just me i don't know doesn't deep impact have like a bummer ending yeah yeah Didn't well i mean the, the planet actually gets hit yeah and they they sacrifice a lot people. of people die a lot oh, yeah. of people die yeah. including tay leone and her tay dad leone yep oh. yep but yeah got, I mean, uh the... richard schiff also dies right when he die I don't know, probably. I think he dies. Who's Richard? Sh- what? He was the he was the the guy that gets torn in half uh, between the in in the Lost World. Oh, the two yeah. Nerd yeah, dark yeah. gun that doesn't work. Was in the West Wing, by the way. Just West just Wing, so we yeah. can continue that. Oh, yep. He was in the Toby. West Wing. Yep, Toby. Yep. Yep. He was also in Seven, briefly. Um, really? Yeah. When? He plays John Doe's lawyer. Oh yeah! Oh right yes, he does. The, it's a public defender, right? I believe so. No, it's yeah. a it's a real lawyer. Is no, it, it is his. It, he's on retainer. I think. I think yeah. it is his. Yeah, I think Corman's right. I do. I do remember it, now that you said it. That Kevin Spacey is independently wealthy in that film. Yes. Yeah, he wouldn't need a fucking public defender. No, yeah. he's a high-powered attorney. Hmm. Yes. Now that you said it, I remember. Yep. Richard Schiff, friend of the show. He loves his. He loves his pork pie hats. <laughs> yes, yes, he does. <laughs> I, I just, I can't go with Deep Impact because while I do recognize that it is the better film, it's just large swaths of it are just so goddamn boring. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll give it. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. My problem with Armageddon is that it's like fucking 40 minutes too long. Like, if you cut out. What would you cut? I would probably cut the entire space station docking sequence. Like, you don't fucking need it. Fucking Peter Stormare is the Russian guy. You're an idiot. I would cut that out completely. You don't need it. Um, Fuck you. <laughs> and if Armageddon's 40 minutes too long, Deep Impact's about two and a half hours too long. That's not even true. Everything in Deep Impact has a point and purpose. It's like problems just come out of nowhere. Because didn't J.J. Abrams write Armageddon or one of the drafts for that? Yes. I didn't know that. 
Yeah, pretty sure he did. Okay, okay. I'll give you this the space station docking sequence where they gotta refuel. That adds a little bit of realism. You could cut out a lot of shit that happens on the asteroid and whittle that down. <laughs> like and you still get your Peter Stormare being a goofy Russian cosmonaut. That's the best. He's the best. <laughs> he really is. He he, he kind of makes that movie. It would have been a lot he less does. fun without him. Um <laughs> He's incredible. Components, American he components. All made in Taiwan. <laughs> <laughs> he makes the second half of the movie. It would drag worse than you say. Wait, it does yes. Peter he does. He does. That's what that's why I, I recant what I said and I say, you know, pick up the cosmonaut, do the space docking sequence, but just like whittle down, take half of the fucking shit on the asteroid out because it's way too long. I'll agree. Playing, you, uh, could, you could you could ditch a lot of this stuff on the asteroid. Like a lot of Ben Affleck's journey in the rover to get back to the drill site is not doesn't need to be there. It's right. We're playing seven degrees of Jurassic Park tonight. Uh Oh, that's right. He is in Peter Stormare is also in the Lost World. Yes. The Lost World. Yes, he is. Yeah. He gets oh, eaten man. by compies. Eaten by compies. Yep. Tough. It's a tough way to go. Dieter Stark. I had, I remember whenever I was a kid, I had a I had Dieter action Stark figure. action figure. Yep. Yep. It sure did. Came with a car, didn't it? It was uh, one of the cars. I, did, I didn't uh, have the car if he came with a car. I just had the solo action figure. I think I had the Jeep, like the the adventure jeep that they have when they're going on the dinosaur safari. I think did, did they uh, make a toy of the RV? I, or am I making that up? Yeah, uh, it was fucking expensive because I it always was wanted huge. it and I never got it. Yeah, it was gigantic. It was awesome. Yeah. But it was like $100 in 1997 dollars, which might as well be $10,000 nowadays. Seriously. Seriously. How much is it right now, though? Because now we have Richard? adult dollars. <laughs> That's true. I do have adult dollars. That's a stupid thing that I would waste my adult dollars on also. $46. Sold. Where? Wait, maybe not. It's all a bunch of reviews. No one's selling it. Fuck. Goddamn bunch of holy shit! Bastards. Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park, The Lost World, Mobile Command Center RV trailer and accessories four hundred dollars on eBay. Oh, wow! Get the fuck out of here! I mean, it is sick as fuck though. I mean, does I, it come I, with the fence? <laughs> What's that? Does it come with the fence? Fuck yeah! It comes with the fence. It comes That's with nets. Fence. It comes with fucking an escape pod. This is insane! Oh my god! This is when toys ruled. Dude, you know what's what I was kicking my own ass for the other day was not saving all those old board games that I had because for some reason at work the conversation found its way to Tornado Rex and nobody knew what it was and I was like, <laughs> oh. Tornado Rex. I love that game. Yeah. A complete Holy Tornado shit. Rex is worth like $500 nowadays. Oh my god. It's there, exceedingly rare, apparently. There are, there's so much shit like that where it's like if you'd just been a little more patient kept shit in the box, could have had mm -hmm. could have been a thousand there. Um, mm -hmm. I remember <laughs> this is so way. badass I'm sitting here looking at the Lost World toys these things were fucking awesome <laughs> they were cool that movie had cool toys if yeah, nothing just, else it had cool toys, toys. better than the movie yeah oh by far yeah I I think that's I, I, I think we've had this conversation before I still like the Lost World better than I like Jurassic Park 3 oh, but yeah, I think most people do there are no there are some people that do not there are I some people that, true. yeah, 
I am one of them. I yeah, I knew that we've we've talked about this before. I I like Jurassic Park three. I think it's a much better paced. It's more fun and it's in and out in like a ha- hour and a half. I just think it's a better movie for me personally. Um, yeah, I like I like Jurassic World better than I like Jurassic Park three. Yeah, I um, like Jurassic Park three better than anything that's come after. There you go. Yes, I'll, I'll uh, yeah I'll go with that. I I like Jurassic Park three better than anything that's come after Jurassic World. Like I'm a, I go Jurassic Park, The Lost World, Jurassic World, Jurassic Park three, and then I don't. I'm, I've watched Fallen Kingdom one time. I will not watch it again, and I am Ooh. not watching Dominion. I fucking fuse. Every single person <laughs> I know that saw Dominion said the exact same thing, and then it's like ridiculously stupid and mindless. Yeah, there's yeah. like giant giant bugs. Yeah, I'm not doing it. Even though they did recast, uh, they did recast Lewis Dodson. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy you this Roland Tenbo. Yeah, the guy that played him in the original movie is a convicted pedophile. Yeah, That's he's right. In, yeah. He's in jail. Who's Dodson's in jail? jail. The guy who played um, Dodson in the original Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, Not Wayne pedophile. Knight, ironically enough. The other guy, right? The other guy, yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Whoa, to be what, fair, I'm not sure they're going to recast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a little deep, dude. <laughs> Friend of the show, Wayne Knight. He's a good guy. Well, here's the thing, all right? Movies are a, it's a visual medium, and if you showed me a picture of Wayne Knight or that guy, wow, I would have really? said Wayne Really? Look Knight at him was, again. I've, hey, what kind of ist is, is Johnny being right now? Well, he's he's being fat phobic. Yeah, he is. Yeah, you what? fucker. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm throwing not, my it, pen down. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with the face and the demeanor, which would t- totally be off, because if I gave my kid to that guy, it would have been, you know, bad news. But uh, <laughs> um, that's... That's not a humor there. That's Are you implying that you would... This is a great hangout you episode, you everybody. You your own child molested because you don't trust bad people? <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're saying? I'm saying that it's stupid to make snap decisions based on appearances. I'm just saying that... You if just... Wait, 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 wait. The whole point was you saying if I showed someone two pictures of the same person, Wayne Knight would be the pedophile out of the wait, two of them. Wait, wait. So now you're, you're saying, saying it's unfair to, to make snap decisions. No, 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 no. <laughs> what I'm getting to is that I, prior to everything coming out about Dotson, oh. whatever the fuck his real name is, um, I would have said I would have guessed Wayne Knight would be more likely to be a pedophile because that's an unfair snap judgment about Wayne Knight. I would let have me, been. Let's wrong. be very clear. I want to. Sh- I'm going to po- put a. Po- I'm going to hold on. Look in the chat real quick. Wayne Knight is, by all accounts, a lovely human being. By the way, so shame on you. Shame on me. I'll I'll take it. I. I I'm sorry, right. Mr. Knight, that you gave me creepy vibes as a child. <laughs> which which of um, those, Johnny, w- w- if you had to pick one or the other? Oh, Dodson looks think? like a rapist. He doesn't look like a child molester. <laughs> All I did was search Lewis Dodson. <sighs> Wayne Knight creeps me out, man. He just gives me the willies. I gotta look in the chat here. I get it, but... <laughs> He looks 
looks uh, Wayne Knight looking good for his age. Yeah, man. I'm seeing this. I'm seeing this IMDb like his like IMDb headshot. He's wearing these cool, clear like plastic glasses. He's got a cool like salt and pepper goatee. Looks like a genuine smile, or he's either, or he's a very good actor. Yeah. Both of which reflect well on oh him because he is God. an actor by trade. Oh, Wayne Knight Jesus looks like Christ. the fun community college professor that everybody wants to get. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, I'm reading. Absolutely looks like somebody that will put something in your drink at the bar. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I am reading about Cameron Thor, who is the, the actor who played yeah, Dodgson. Yes. Yes. Holy fuck. Holy fuck. Campbell Scott plays him in the new movie. And I'm sure that it is a terrible performance, and I... Yeah, we need to bring that character back, though. Well, he's like the villain of the movie, I think. Yeah. Of the new one, he's the villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like they finally wrap around the, the whole... Biosyn. Yeah, like... Like, Dodson is, like, the villain of the movie because he's now cloning stuff. Yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. God, that movie probably sucks so bad, and I'll never know. I'll never know. I'll go to my grave not knowing. It'd be better for it. Yeah. I literally was... Re- yeah, they said, they said there's, like an, like, a chase sequence involving, like massive genetically engineered like crickets or something like locusts locusts Locusts. they're locusts does any god i they don't care they'll slap anything as long as it has a brand brand recognition oh yeah and and idiots won't understand what makes the original jurassic park good will go see it that's what's infuriating yeah so your uh tornado rex Story Foreman made me want to look up. I just, I had 13 Dead End Drive as a kid, so I wanted to see if that was worth anything. It's oh. worth literally less than it was. <laughs> How much is Johnny? How much is your Green Ranger flute worth? Oh, God. It's beat to hell and back. It's probably not worth very much. I think it's in the just... box, those things are like a couple hundred um, if you never opened it or anything. But... Hold on. Dragon Dagger. All right. It is worth. Hundred two hundred bucks if it's unopened. Yeah. Yep. I still remember that box. I I was so excited, I think I shit myself. Um I had I had Saba. I had Saba as well. Fuck yes, those toys ruled. Oh, man. That is worth significantly less. I don't know. 50 why. Bucks. I mean, Green Ranger's iconic. Everybody loves a Green Ranger, but I'd see White Ranger was cooler, I think. I'm in the next year and a half, I'm gonna pull the trigger on the Green Ranger Dragon Zord combo that I always wanted as a kid. You can get it for nice. like 150 bucks. Hey, not for nothing. All of my uh my miniature lightsabers have appreciated. Hey. And they're only gonna go up too if you leave them in the box. So uh, we'll see how Star Wars works out. <laughs> Until Star Wars tanks when the AI wars start. I have a couple of those that are special edition too. 
Like the one that's like uh it's like all obsidian and shit. You could only get it from Best Buy. Hey, remember when that was a store? It still is. It's still a store? I know. I know. It's a very sad sad shape of a shadow of its former self. Wait, what store? Best, Best Buy. Best Buy. Yeah. Oh yeah. I went I went there uh like a few months back to like grab something and it was like yeah, it's weird. Like going to Best Buy used to be such a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I went and then I went to go pick something up and I'm like, "Ugh. What are all these fridges doing here?" <laughs> yeah. It's honestly still pretty handy if you need something electronic and can't wait for 2 days That's for true. Amazon to get it to your house. Yeah. Like if you need a solid state hard drive for work or a laptop yeah. or something like I did a couple of months ago, then it's nice to have the Best Buy there. Yeah, I got my got my yeah, my one um the hard drive from there. Yeah, not too like a few months ago and went in to pick it up and was like, yeah, and it's so weird too because I was like, well, like the like and, and then too like the the big thing for me was always like Best Buy Blu-rays, steelbooks or limited edition stuff and like I went to the Blu-ray section and it was like a shelf. Yeah. Cuz no one's buying physical media dead, anymore. Man. No one's yeah. buying physical media anymore. It's dead. You know, that's I will say something else for Best Buy is it's one of the few places, at least around the Pittsburgh area, that is, you know, not necessarily metro Pittsburgh, but suburban Pittsburgh. Um, it's one of the few places that you can get any sort of gaming apparatus equipment for your PC yes. if you need something like in a pinch. Um, yeah. You know, it's always going to be probably be $10 more than what Amazon would be. But, you know, I've purchased convenience a keyboard and a mouse um, because I've had things go bad. Um, it's one of the few places that you can get, you know, decent name brand PC gaming equipment. Um, can you buy gaming chairs there? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Razor it's also, gaming chair. Possibly? It's also generally the only place to actually physically go somewhere and buy computer components unless you are fortunate enough to live close to a micro center. Mm. Yeah. There's a there's a place somewhat close to us. I don't want to say it out loud, but uh, it's the uh, the former <laughs> Jewish Orthodox. Oh baby, <laughs> they still have some components there that you can uh, you can buy the the PC shop, gun store, and survival shop yeah. emporium. The eighth <laughs> wonder of the world. <laughs> don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to name it either, just in case they're breaking some just, sort of commerce laws. Yeah, right. I need them to be. I need them to continue to be there. Yeah, I have to go there like awesome. next week. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, a couple things I wanted to touch on really quick before we wrap yeah, up here, because I kind of get the feeling yeah, that we're getting close to the end. Well, I, I do. I, I, I just want to. I have. I have two things I want to say to save you guys some time, but. You, you talk about whatever you got. Um, there's we a new Beavis and Butthead movie, if you people didn't know that. And it's actually really good. It's quite funny. Mike Judge just seems to get better at what he does the older mm. he gets. Um, I think it's on Paramount? Paramount yes. Plus? Yeah, it's good. It's like an hour and 20 minutes long. It's funny. Give it a shot. And um, not this past weekend, but the weekend before. So I don't. I still don't believe we got a chance, that, or that I got a chance to talk about it on the podcast. The 40th anniversary of the thing. It was re-released in theaters for two days, oh and I God. went to 
one of those days and saw it, and it was just as amazing on the big screen as you would expect. Nice. Even though I've seen that movie a hundred times, it's still just, you know, edgier seat tension from start oh, to yeah. finish. It's a, a oh, master yeah. class in effective horror filmmaking. And that's it. Did you did you guys like or get to watch the remake of, of It? It came I out did. a couple years ago. It was meh. It was fine. Yeah. Part one's okay. I hated the second one. Yeah. Same here. I didn't um I, I didn't see the second one. Liz was watching part one two nights ago and I uh she she was watching it in our bedroom and I just happened to walk in and like got a little bit enthralled with it and ended up sitting there watching it. I don't God, I, it's just not I didn't enjoy I didn't enjoy, I didn't enjoy part one either. Um I mean the kid the, the, the kid acting is the probably some of yeah, that some of the best that I've seen. But um and I think it is good, but I don't I don't know what it is about it that just kinda draws me out of it. I don't know. I it's it's weird. I didn't I did not enjoy it. Having seen the, the you know, the original as well, it's you know, I I've only seen I think both of them once because I'm not a horror guy, so I you know watch it for Every, as long as I every, physically have to, and that's it. But everybody talks about that original like it's some kind of masterpiece. I hate that fucking movie. <laughs> Everything like, that's not Tim Curry sucks. Is yeah. Oh, it's not well, good. Of it's, course. it's unwatchable. Yeah, it's, it yeah, it's that that original one. It's it's so cheap, and not even necessarily like in terms of like budget. Like it just, just looks. It just looks cheap. The lighting's bad. Like the the yeah. acting is weird. Like make a lot of strange decisions in it. It feels like a which it is, like it feels like a made for TV Stephen King movie. And right. yeah, the the remake <clears throat> Yeah, it just didn't do anything for me. Yeah. No. Especially like, the second one where they're like you know, well, it's the adult story now, but everyone like it was obviously so much of like like an executive decision or like a uh committee-based decision with the second one where it's like well they're adults now well we can't just have them be adults because everyone loved the kids in the first one so now we're going to put more kid flashbacks in the second one so now we're like flashing back to the kids then the adults and back to the kids and like some of the kids I, I, I've, I've talked about this in some like I've talked to a couple of people that agree with me and a couple of people that don't so I don't necessarily know but there's some weird like de-aging going on with some of the kids in the second one when they cut back to them it looks like they're digitally de-aged a little bit which is weird to me um, and then Pennywise turns into a giant spider with a clown head like it, it's yeah that is book accurate though but did he have a clown head I don't recall I don't think so I think it was, it was just a, a giant spider. I remember the spider part. Yeah. But I don't... And I'm not... I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. I, I, like, I don't have any, like, attachment to the... I've been reading the book for, like, five years. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, but um, I, yeah, I just don't have any real attachment to that story because it's just so goddamn all over the place because... Yeah. Stephen King is just limbo. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I don't know. I, I I sat down and I expected it to be. I don't. I don't. I, I didn't necessarily. Th I, I will say, obviously, the production value is a little bit better because it's not made oh, yeah. for TV. Yeah. But that was like that seemed to be to me. Um, that was the only thing I really enjoyed was was watching. I guess a film version of a, like a you know more expensive version of it. Um, the, the and and again the kid the, the performances from the kids were really good. 
Yeah, um, and some of the, some of the performances of the adults in the second one is good. Like Bill Hader is obviously great in it, and if anyone has not watched Barry, I highly recommend that. But, he plays um, a, an assassin, right? Yes. He plays yes. He is a hitman who lives in Los Angeles and who takes acting classes on the side, and it uh, <laughs> it is extremely well directed he writes and directs all of it and it's it's very directed like there are set pieces and sequences and very um you know thought out shot selections and stuff and and it's it's it goes from like humor to dark humor to just like full-blown like thriller territory and um it's really interesting too because it goes I get the impression that a lot of people and I count myself as one of them are kind of getting sick of the, why do I want to watch a show about like an anti-hero all the time? Like, yeah. And this show kind of flips that on its head, I think on purpose to be like, all right, you want to watch this show? We're going to see how much we can get away with, with this guy before you like stop siding with him. <laughs> like, yeah. It seems like a, it seems like kind of a, a response to people that, um, the types of people that watch the Sopranos and think that Tony Soprano is like a good guy yeah. or like think that like Walter White is like cool. It seems like, it seems like it's a show that's the whole thesis is um, that's not the case. <laughs> like, and, and Henry Winkler's in it and he's incredible in it. And it's, yeah, it's very good. And Bill Hader's excellent. I need to so like some of the stuff in it, it, yeah, some of the stuff in that second one is good performance wise, but yeah, it just doesn't, because that story is so massive and so convoluted that it's just one of those things that just is like in movie form it's just so truncated and and weird like it 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 feels like i don't know it's it's strange it's like it's start stop start stop okay now back to this okay now here's all here's a huge plot point in the book that we're going to like whittle down to a smaller plot point and and stuff like that so yeah i get, i get i get what you're where you're coming from jeff it is just that very like there's nothing inherently bad about it, but there is something that's keeping you from being engaged. Yeah, yeah. You just like you don't necessarily want to turn it off, but it's not really ca like it, it's a good movie to have up in the background if you're just gonna, you know, scroll on your phone. I guess is the easiest way. Um, and let me let me add another movie by the way, just so you guys can. We, we talked, I think this might have been episode two or three, we did like a movies that are coming out this summer, if you remember, all the way back to that list. And one of the movies that I had written down on that list was The Lost City with Sandra Bullock and uh, uh, Channing Tatum. Oh, yeah. So it, it finally is out on, I think it's on physical media or something. I don't remember where I watched it. I may have, I may have rented it. I actually rented a couple movies, and I'm going to get to one of them here in a second. Um, so it is okay. Um, Daniel Radcliffe is fantastic. Uh, the rest I could, I could leave. Like Channing Tatum is somewhat funny. Um, but Brad it, it, it is in that movie. Brad Pitt is in that movie. He is also fucking fantastic. So he plays a role very similar to the role that he played in burn after reading in that he's not a main character. It's not like, a, like he's not like dumb or anything like that. He plays a, like a Navy SEAL that uh, is also a, like, like a physical trainer, like, mm -hmm. a, like a fitness trainer, um, but like a disposable character, like 
isn't main character. It just shows up in the movie, has a really cool fucking part, and then isn't in the rest of it. And I don't want to get into why he's not in the rest of it, but it's it's good. Um, Channing Tatum is 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 okay, you know, somewhat funny. Sandra Bullock could be replaced with literally any other actress, and it would probably be better. Like, almost like she sucks. Any other, like any other actress, like. Like any other actress. I took a lot of shit for, for crapping all over her performance in Bird Box, but I'm sorry. She's, I, I'm not a fan. She's not a fan. Any other actress. Uh, Lena Dunham. Y- probably. Go. It would probably still be better. <laughs> it would probably still be better. Laura um, Dern. It would definitely be better. Harry Fisher's corpse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you could, like... A milk carton would probably turn in a better performance than she did in this. The ghost of Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> um, she's not funny. Denise Richards. Yeah, <laughs> I, I keep going. You 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 won't name one that I won't agree with. Not good. Not good. Um, Shelley again, Duvall. Yes. Continue. <laughs> All you need to do is put a better comedic actress in that in that role, and it it's probably going to be really funny. Um. It's, it just never makes it. It's again another good movie to just sit and scroll on your phone. Daniel Radcliffe is fucking great. He's amazing in it. He plays the villain, and it's just he's dastardly, and it doesn't make any sense as to what he's doing. And he, it's almost like he doesn't realize that it doesn't make any sense. But you're meant you're you you as the audience are supposed to know that it doesn't make sense. He doesn't know it, and it's great. Just oblivious. Um, but the other movie that I actually I paid money. Uh, to to watch it came out on home video is um, I rented it from Amazon it was uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent in measure yeah unbearable weight of massive yeah in, the, the Nick Cage movie where he plays himself has anybody else seen it yet not yet no, no but I really wanted to. to yeah so did I um I I turned it off I paid money for it and I turned it off and let the rental expire. Wow. It was so boring. <laughs> like, I don't know what I was expecting. I was hoping it was going to be funny, and maybe maybe I was just in a bad mood, and I'll watch it again sometime whenever I can watch it for free. But, like, I, I got in probably 25, 30 minutes and just couldn't, I couldn't go anymore. I couldn't mm. do it. I couldn't do it anymore. It wasn't funny, it wasn't written well. The only good performance that comes out of any part of it is uh, what's his face, the Mandalorian. Pedro Pascal. Yeah, him. He's always a safe bet. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's really as far as I got. It was about twenty-five minutes. You, you get, I, I got maybe ten minutes of him, and that was the end of it. I was done. I, I turned it off. That was it. So. If you guys get an opportunity to take a look, make sure I just wasn't in a bad mood that night. But uh, I actually turned it off and wasted $6 because it was not good. Honest to God, ever since the world basically stopped, I, I find myself having to do that more and more where, like, I don't even know I'm in a bad mood, but I'll be watching something and I'll hate everything about it. And then I'm like a day a day or two later, we'll, you know, I'll be like, wow, I was being an asshole. I need to rewatch that. Like, you did it with Kenobi. We t- you you sent that text message I, after we I, recorded the podcast. I did do it with Kenobi. I did it with Batman. Like it's awful. It's it's just the un- it's the unbearable weight of global catastrophe. <laughs> <laughs> it, 
Um, um, but David Gordon Green's in that as a director. That's that's fun, I guess. Yeah, I didn't. I I couldn't do it, man. I couldn't do it. I I, I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't do it. So if uh, if you get the opportunity, I guess let me make just t- make sure I wasn't in a bad mood. I guess is what I'm asking. If you're gonna do me a favor, if you're gonna watch it, just tell me. So that I could go back and give it another try because as it stands right now I'm not I'm not gonna do that, so but uh yeah. Uh closing uh closing thoughts. Anybody else have anything you wanna talk about? I am gonna do some cutting on this episode. I think I'm gonna cut out all that <laughs> shit of us just talking about like moonfall and <laughs> uh are you got anything to wrap us up with? Okay. He left. <laughs> he mailed it in. Uh, Foreman, you uh, you got anything that? Uh, uh, no, I hit. I pretty much hit my wrap up shit earlier about the thing okay. and Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, watch that Beavis and Butthead movie. It's an easy breezy hour and twenty minutes, and I laughed a lot. I don't know if you will. You know, humor is very subjective, but you know, if you liked it back in the day, it's still good. So one upside to these streaming platforms is some of these cult hits are getting a little bit of a revival and mm-hmm. uh have this opportunity i mean mike judge is i mean everything he does is typically great yes so we were just talking about office space here at the cafe not all that long ago it was this weekend love that movie. wonderful movie absolutely johnny you got anything um No, nothing, nothing I can think of off off the top of my head. Just uh, keep keep tabs on your mental health these days, and, yeah. and make sure you reach out to to friends if if needed. Yeah, I th- I feel like we touch on mental health about every couple weeks, and I mean we we need to. Um, we should, yeah. It's you know between the four of us, we all have our issues, <laughs> yeah. and uh, typically there's always one of us who is having said issue. Um, so you know that that goes to the the four of you. Um, it's you know, a very three of, a, the three of you. Sure. you know, yeah. if you guys are having issues, you know I'm always there. So, but it's Much sad that it is endemic as it is in this country that people don't pay nearly as much attention to their mental health as they do their physical health, and it's all right there. It's still health, you know. Take take good care of it. Keep yes. keep tabs on it, like Johnny said. That's good advice. Like if you're watching a movie or television show and you hate literally everything about it <laughs> completely yeah. subjectively you there's probably something you need to like address take a walk have some you know like drink some water i don't know unless it's star wars and then you just agree with me that could be yeah it, yeah <laughs> all rules are yeah well luckily again you know i i think you're on a star wars reprieve probably until uh the next mandalorian comes out and that's not until that's 2023, so you've got a while before we're going to... I couldn't be so lucky. Yeah, I know. It's nice. We're um, still next year? Really? Yeah, I don't I don't think so. Well, the Andor series is coming out, and I'm not watching that, so... I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not watching that, so... Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, that mental health is a good call-out, Johnny. I, I appreciate that. Um, 
yeah, it was uh, it's a, it was a tough day for <laughs> it was a tough day for me. So it was one of those uh, one of those times. This is actually this was very therapeutic. So I uh, I appreciate you guys being here. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't I don't really have anything else other than to tell you guys if you get the opportunity, go catch the gentleman. It's on Netflix. I verified. So um, Colin Farrell, Matthew McConaughey, Charlie Hunnam, you'll enjoy it. I I think I at least I think you will. Um, but yeah. I don't, uh, I don't have anything myself. So, with that, we are on our way out. Uh, we will see everybody next week. So long as the, uh, you know, the AI doesn't take over the world and <laughs> we're only us half all. joking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you never can tell these days. Monsor, are you back? Or are you? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm back. Well, can welcome can back. everyone He's hear back. me? Yes, I can yes. hear you. Can everyone hear me? <laughs> can anyone understand uh, the word I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> um, Play us out, yeah. to Carla. <laughs> Working on my microphone, seeing what's going wrong with my microphone. What does that mean to play us out? Aren't you a journalist? Aren't you supposed to be good at writing? What do you mean? You <laughs> out. Harvard. <laughs> well, it doesn't show. What does that mean? We'll do it live. <laughs> Fuck it. Fucking Fuck thing sucks. Fucking thing sucks. Have you seen the Stewie the Stewie version of that? Yeah. <laughs> no. No. It sounds great. Uh, all right. Well, until next week, uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. Enjoy yourselves. Like Johnny said, take care of your mental health and, uh, yeah. yeah call your friends. Enjoy yourself over the 4th of July too. By the time Happy this comes trails. out, you will be into, we'll be into, we'll be into July. A couple more watch, days, get to the 4th of July and enjoy your long weekend. Watch Jaws, eat some hot dogs. That's there right. You go. The American dogs. Watch Independence Day for fuck's sake. Yeah, Watch Independence yeah. Day. It's in the name. Yes. <laughs> yes. Best president in, in the United in the history of the United States. Thomas Whitmore. Let's go. Alright. Thanks everybody. We'll see you. See you next time. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>